buying a big ticket item like property do buyers really buy the first property they see stay tuned we've got some awesome stories to share with you stay tuned. I'm good. How are you going? Good, good. Is this true, Michael? Does this really happen? Do buyers come through and spend half a million or a million dollars? And the first one they've seen, first time in the marketplace, they walk through the first property, go, yep, this is the one, ready to buy. Here's the offer. Let's go. And the short answer is most of the time, no. But... Yes, it does happen as well. We've had instances where it does happen. And the and and the the buyer that's so what are the differences between so we were talking off air about a, a passive buyer and an active buyer in, in real estate. I think for people watching, <clears throat> sometimes it's hard to explain. Um, I think for people watching, there's a certain type of buyer that you really want to hunt for with your marketing, your agent to hunt for. So I think understanding this psychology is super important. We're going to whip through it within a couple of minutes. Yeah. So guys, just to lay, I guess, a bit of groundwork with it so we're all on the same page. In real estate, when we're looking at buyers, there's an active buyer and there's a passive buyer. So I'll go through active and I'll let Mark go through passive. An active buyer is someone that's there in the marketplace actively looking so this is someone that has got their finance approval knows that okay this is the rough type of property i'm looking to buy let's say it's a, a first home buyer wanting to buy one bedroom unit they're on realestate.com every day um they're looking all over everyone's social media platforms they're looking everywhere they can to find property they're coming to the real estate agent's office to have a chat with them they're coming through all your open homes and they're very very well in tune with the price as well they know what next door sold for because of the internet these days people have so much access to information so the active buyer is someone that is someone that's out there in the marketplace they've got all the information and they know what they're looking at um, very very different to the passive buyer i think it's sort of like uh, you know if i can pre if i can pre-package it this way have you ever gone to a bunning store to buy something and walked out with five items yes so yeah, the active purchase was I need screws, I need to buy some screws this size and the passive purchase is, oh shit, that's really good and I'll grab that. Oh my God, they're really, they're, that's well priced, I'll grab that. So, you know, with property, the buyer that buys on that impulse isn't comparing dollar for dollar hard they're not going to 30 or 40 open houses and looking for the one. The passive buyer is actually going, you know what, that suits our lifestyle, I'll buy that. Bang! They're straight in on it. The yeah. active buyer is has been to 30 open houses, 40 open houses, out every weekend, nine weekends in a row, um, ducks lined up. They're, they're sort of they're lining it up a bit harder than the passive. So the passive's powerful. The passive's real powerful. And I think 
convenience feeds the passive buyer. When you're open on a Sunday, when you're open on a Wednesday, when you're when they see it on in the corner of their eye on social media, um, when they get something in the letterbox, they think shit that suits. That's that sort of passive buyer that pays top dollar. Correct, and that's the buyer you got as an agent. You got to work for. You got to work harder to find them. Um, because people, in terms of, as you guys know, with real estate agents, all the marketing that we all do, um, especially here at Novak, obviously very heavy on our social media marketing also. that And the reason why we do it is not just because we like seeing our faces on the internet, um, but it's because it helps target these people that are out there that maybe aren't actively looking, yet they do transact real estate. Like Mark said, the amount of times we've sold property because someone said, hey, I was a neighbour in the street came through an open home on a Sunday because they were just walking past and ends up, they know someone that ends up buying the property or they buy it themselves or the letterbox drop or someone that sees a pop-up on their Facebook feed and goes, oh, what's that? I'm going to look into that further. And then that ends up being the perfect property and they buy it. The amount of times these have happened, countless. And the lovely thing for people that are out there selling is that's something you really want to tap into and harness um, because off the whole topic of buying the first property you see, are you serious? Um, there are people out there that when they find that right property, even though they didn't know they were looking for it, they do make that jump and it's a perfect match. Well, Lisa Novak, she said she sold a $21.5 million, $21. million property that way. Absolutely. Absolutely. Weren't even, they weren't even looking. They weren't even yeah. hunting, but it worked. Um, can I suggest something? Um, it's pretty hard when you go to an IKEA store. This gives you an, this gives you an example of the psychology of buying. When you go to an IKEA store, they lead you around a garden path like this. So you walk into the store at one point, and you walk out of that store at the last point, and at that time they can confidently say you've walked past every one of their products. That is a perfect example of tailoring a store to the passive buyer. So sure, the active buyer is going to be sucked in at the front door. Sure, the active buyer is going to get to where they want to go to, but they can't get there until they've walked past every single item in the store. Now, how many people have gone in for one or two things into a, into an Ikea and walked out with 30? That is yeah. the power of, of understanding the psychology of that buyer. That buyer is as good, if not better, than the active buyer. I think better. Yeah, I agree. And that comes down to also in real estate terms with an agent. And that's to give you an idea when um, cross-referring properties and selling properties, an agent, a good agent will always say, hey, you came through this property of ours. We've also got this one and this one that might suit you. You should come have a look at them as well. Take that buyer through. Because a lot of times, and people know this, and I know when I was a buyer as well, you think you know what you want. You don't really know what you want until you walk through and you go, oh, I didn't think I'd like this, but I really, really do. Um, and that's I the whole. Think, I didn't think it. it existed. Sometimes you I didn't think. even think that thing existed. It's like what the hell? I didn't even know this was on the market or this this was possible. Correct. I didn't know this style of property would suit what I was looking for, or just a whole array of things. So that and that's why you got to keep an open mind with it. Um, and also, a good agent should be taking through its properties as well. Um, but it's it's the psychology behind it, and that's the thing. Also, with people buying the first property they see. 
we see sometimes people walk in, go, we're ready to go. They see property, they like it. It's literally their first weekend looking and they buy. And then we've seen other buyers, um, and Mark in the test this as well, that we've seen literally for years and years and years coming through open homes with us that have not bought one single property, yet they're still looking. So, Michael, in summary, uh, if you've just if you've just tuned in, we're talking we're talking about the active buyer and property, and we're talking about the passive buyer and property. If I was selling my place, how do I ensure I'm getting both of those? What advertising do I use? Which agent do I choose? Yeah, so you want to choose an agent that covers all forms of marketing, not just realestate.com, not just domain, not just paper advertising. You, not just real, uh, sorry, um, social media. You want someone that does a bit of everything. You want, and that's like Lisa said, their companies pay big money to, um, to market strategically. You want to hit all different avenues. You want to be on social media. You want to have the paper advertising in terms of letterbox drop. Um, they do still work, by the way, guys. Um, you do want to have realestate.com. You do want to have domain. You want to have all these different portals um, to ensure that you're not only hitting the active buyer, but like Mark said, the passive buyer as well because that's where the real gold is. And that's why I think sometimes, you know, people think it, you typically go through a four-week campaign that, you know, then you sell it and that sort of works well. But sometimes you just get that person that, that's out of their mind, needs to, wants to buy it straight away. They're a passive type of buyer. Sometimes you get them a week or two after the auction. Um, hmm. One thing I do have to say, the active buyer is attracted is is attracted by most agencies you whack it on realestate.com you whack it on domain do some photos do a floor plan you're there that's what everyone's doing that's what yeah. everyone's doing and you know what they're doing it sort of okay or i'd even say pretty well but the agent that is attracting that passive buyer that's the secret source that's what's going to make you the money that's your insurance policy that's your backup. So when you're searching for a real estate agent, make sure their active buyer campaign is strong. And that's pretty obvious what you want. You've seen it before. But that passive campaign, you've got to make sure that's bulletproof as well. And a perfect example I can give you is every agent does social media, but not every agent does it well. And that's yeah. that power of attracting the passive buyer. Signage out the property, you know, lots of signage, letterbox drops, getting onto the phones and calling every buyer on the database and saying, yeah. I've just got something, you asked me to keep an eye out for you and I've got something that comes up, SMS campaigns, but that animal social media is where it starts and not, uh, it's not, that doesn't mean putting it on Facebook and putting 50 bucks behind it. That means you've got to have an account that's super active in your local community and it's actually going to find that prospective purchaser out there in a passive manner. Correct. The whole reason why you employ a sales agent is to sell your property. We're not marketeers for your property. We're here to sell the property. Um, and that involves all those things that Mark just said when you're on the phone telling people, hey, come and have a look at this. Um, if it was that easy, then we wouldn't have a job. <laughs> so it, there's an art behind it. You need to hit all those different avenues to have a successful campaign really? and get that rise. 
And that art really is an art, mate. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. But thank you for coming on today, everyone. I hope we, we helped you a little bit on that on that psychology. It's happening under your nose everywhere you turn. So if you can master that and master that with property, it'll make you more money when you're selling property. That's it. Thank you, Mark. See you, Michael. Cheers. Bye, everyone. Have a great day.